What's up, everybody? Welcome to the seventh episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. And the central topic today is how wrestlers should be transitioning into learning jiu-jitsu. So I, um, this is Andre, and I have my friend Kerry Miller here. And he is a D1 wrestler, App State, right? I'm sure he has accolades. I don't actually, <laughs> I don't actually know them. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, so uh, we, we train at an MMA gym, and we have a lot of wrestlers come through. And how well they do in actual jujitsu varies a lot based on who the person is. So do you have any opening statements in regard to how wrestlers should be transitioning into becoming good at the jujitsu part of things? Uh, and I mean, like you just said, it really depends on like the, the type of person you're getting. Uh, obviously anyone with a with a student mindset is obviously you know that's that's the best uh it's easy it's easier to ever teach yeah yeah for sure and then uh, the one i'll say the one thing that you you will sometimes get with wrestlers is uh they'll really hang on to those egos yeah really have a death grip on them um so you kind of have to break that and uh I, I've talked to a lot of wrestlers. Some wrestlers legitimately think jujitsu doesn't work. Uh, I've 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 personally uh, seen this. Like high level wrestlers come to the and they're they're like, well, that wouldn't work on me. And, I, and then I've seen Chase just yeah. absolutely, you know, put the works on them. Yeah. And then there's there there's this like big eye opening moment afterwards. They're like, oh, okay. yeah. They, they get the wrong hobbyist and they could work them up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, that I think that hurts that hurts them even more when it's uh, someone like they know like does this but like doesn't do it like as a job like right. they just do it. A, you get snatched up some, by someone who just does it for fun. Some some chubby guy yeah. walking in. You you just came from a, a a sport with weight classes. Everybody's like super in shape, right? And then you get some like chubby Joe Schmo who just tools you, right? So it's a huge ego check, right? My my first week uh, uh, doing jujitsu, real no gi jujitsu, and I am I'm, I'm two forty five. This was just like midst covid i i didn't been doing nothing but lifting i'm more jacked than i'd ever been and this like skinny unassuming glasses wearing a, a accountant matt norman <laughs> is the jiu-jitsu teacher and he asked me to roll and i was like okay you know i'll try not to hurt you and man i think i made it like a minute or something before he guillotined me. And I was like, what? Oh, I was so mad. And then I tried even harder and it didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. You give, you give, give them all the energy they need yeah. to, to tool you worse, right? So there's there's definitely something different about walking into jujitsu with a, with a background in wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the times wrestlers join because they want to continue their their competitive like they've they've just spent a long time being competitive doing mm-hmm. tournaments and they're like well what do i do now because after college unless you are the very very top of the sport it's kind of over right yeah and man there's uh, yeah even if you were like top of the sport you make some money but really below that you could still do it 
but man, like you can maybe make like twenty grand a month. Yeah. Or, or excuse, excuse me. <laughs> like twenty grand a month sounds pretty good. Yeah. Like twenty grand a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so for sure, just trying to continue, just something to do, something to learn. Yeah, for sure. So, so, what do you think are the biggest differences that a wrestler walking into jujitsu for the first time? is going to have compared to like, you know, somebody who's walking in without a background in wrestling. Oh, that's a good one. I think the biggest thing is a wrestler is going to have no problem being mean yeah. and, and aggressive and physical. Yeah. Probably top to bottom. That's yeah. That's, that's part of the sport. <laughs> yeah. but, and, and, I, and I think most people when they first come in, uh, I mean, obviously, not everybody, but most people, I think they're like, Hey, am I going too hard? Am I, am I, yeah. And I'm like, well, I promise you, you're not going to hurt me. Yeah. But that's always on their mind. And you know, we're, we're all taught to be very polite and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. And, and a wrestler just usually knows like, ah, this guy could probably handle or either that or they don't care whether they can. Yeah. Yeah. You like that. Not all wrestlers. No, probably they don't care. <laughs> not, not all wrestlers <laughs> don't care for sure. But, but, uh, it's just part of how wrestlers grapple. Mm -hmm. It's just, okay, if I have an advantage, if I do something mean, I'm going to take it every time. Right? Yeah. It's a mindset oh, yeah. thing, right? So they take it, they take it every time. And they, they walk in and almost every wrestler I've seen walk in, walks in in shape. It, at least somewhat, yeah. Like it, they, they never lose the... Um, the ability to push the pace well and and i i think also and and we've talked about this a lot and i've talked about a lot, uh some some wrestlers really think that's all there is is right. is just the is just the hard is just the just the pace just always trying to out so they really and 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 i've seen a lot of them really work like they they're like panicked about losing that they like that's they condition all the time they are always trying to push they, they don't they think any way other than that is wrong right yeah that's that you could definitely feel it right and i, I feel like that's part of the reason why when when wrestlers join jujitsu they they get uh either ignored or negative treatment <laughs> right right ignored or negative treatment a lot There's of no, negative reviews yeah yeah so and i and that's and it's not really necessarily their fault because they didn't learn how to do it a different way. Yeah. And it takes it takes a different amount of time based on what kind of person the wrestler is to acclimate to the pacing of jujitsu, which is very different. Yeah. The the like I'm not saying wrestling isn't complex, but there are more situations, like in terms of number of situations that you might find um, for jujitsu. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I mean just. Wrestling has so many more rules. That yeah, that that makes sense. So jujitsu, you have so much. I mean, people talk about jujitsu being freedom all the time. You just have so much freedom to do stuff. And yeah. wrestling, you. I mean, there's obviously there's lots of things, but you're you're constricted by uh, time, like time limits. Uh, there's very there's only a few rule sets for wrestling. There's like a like a billion different rule sets and competition sets for jujitsu. Yeah, for sure. And the the um the types of rules are very like they're they're so minuscule yeah like <laughs> like you, you don't can't, poke people in the eyes don't don't poke people <laughs> in the eyes like don't uh 
like what is the reaping yeah you know and even like, that's like some places they're like ah, some, sometimes it's okay sometimes it isn't and uh i did a, a jiu-jitsu competition uh over the weekend and uh i had some brown belt yeah and uh but anyway they were explaining the the rules in the meeting and the guy was like uh obviously you can't slam well you can slam <laughs> uh, like, but like, like you, we, we won't, it, there were super fights, so you won't get disqualified, but please don't slam. So yeah. I was like, okay, so you can basically do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there's, there's so many, um, advantages that you get from wrestling, right? You've got untold amount of repetitions doing grappling mm-hmm. right you're talking about some movements you've got ten thousand repetitions especially if you make it to like even if you do all the years of only high school wrestling oh for sure and then and then you 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 go even further and if you've done college wrestling there's that's just so many thousands of hours of mat time and at least hundreds of hours of competition time mm-hmm. so that's a lot of stress inoculation. That's a lot of stress. In- and that's that's a big part of um, what holds back hobbyist white belts that don't come in with that rich grappling experience, mm-hmm. right? So we have those advantages. And there's physical advantages. There's, you know, stress, stress advantages that you've, that I just mentioned. And, but what are the, the things that hold back wrestlers from getting good at jujitsu? Man, I think the biggest thing is as much as wrestlers do love to push it, a lot of times they don't want to push it to out. They, they want to push it in a way they're used to, but they want to, it's different getting out of your comfort zone. Like I know for the, man, the first few weeks I was doing jujitsu, I was never trying to be on my back. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever. And I actually got banned from, from neutral for for a while i i remember i remember it was a friday and i was uh you know uh this guy told me i wanted to start neutral and jeff said carry find some new positions and so then for the next month i just went off my back and i got three times better in that one month than i'd gotten in the last two months just really trying to actually discover new things and wrestlers are always concerned about winning that round Right. We're always concerned about winning in practice. And you have to like, of course, like, I'm not saying don't be competitive, but you also have to realize all of this is supposed to just be you preparing for a competition. You're supposed to expose yourself as much as you can in practice. Right. So if you were just try, if you never try anything new and you never learn anything, you're never going to grow. Right. Yeah. You can, you can, uh, you can hammer people with your wrestling but you're not learning jujitsu because mm-hmm. you're just hammering people with your wrestling, right? So it seems like there are two main ways that wrestlers go about developing jujitsu. And one, it sounds like uh, it was kind of forced upon you. One is addressing weaknesses and being forced into new, new spots. Mm-hmm. And the other is taking that really good wrestling base and adding jujitsu to it Mm -hmm. so what do you think there are situations where you should lean one way or the other or do you think that you know blanket statement the way that you grow as a jujitsu athlete the fastest is just sealing up those weaknesses 
that's tough. Uh, like you can even you can if you could even like assign like if you want this this goal. Like maybe if if your goal is to start competing right away, you do it a certain way. You know, I it it seems like to me, and I'm not a, I'm not a wrestler, right? Um, it seems like to me that if you're looking for the most growth over a time span that is greater than a year or two, you probably have to seal up weaknesses first. Yeah. And of course you could probably get by, uh, probably for a, for, for a good long time, uh, just adding jujitsu to your wrestling and then, and really, you know, staying out of, uh, precarious areas, uh, you, like you like i'm i mean we've seen plenty of them like you probably do well uh from beginning to mid-range competition yeah but yeah, as soon as you get somebody who can put you in an uncomfortable position you're all you the only thing your mind's gonna go to is wow i wish i'd done this in training yeah, yeah you when you get taken off track and into a like a pure jujitsu situation it's pretty rough like if you don't, it's if scary. You, if you have, if you have no experience in in uh, in these places that are not neutral or dominant, yeah, you're you're in big trouble. Especially if you don't know the guy and you're in a competition, he's just going to be like, "Well, I just got mauled in neutral, and I finally got a spot. I'm going to kill this guy." Yeah. Right? <laughs> there's no there's no mercy for against wrestlers no. like you, like like people are just willing to like snap things on you oh yeah and it's uh <laughs> and like you you hope it's a choke but you know in nogi competition it could oh, be your ankle it yeah. could be your knee right even and everyone's even, coming for the knees everyone's days. everyone's coming for the knees right so uh it looks like so you you built you built your your jujitsu by going um weaknesses first yeah so how long do you think that phase was for you like before you started switching tactics and and adding more because we're trying to make it so that you know a brand new wrestler walks in and you know someone's going to ego check them if hopefully right yeah um but if you're a wrestler and you're thinking about transitioning into jujitsu let's try and figure out like what's the blueprint to fast track them for growth like, how long are you looking to shore up these jujitsu-specific things? And when do you start looking at adding to your wrestling? Like, what order do things happen? How, like, just, it's an opinion thing, right? So just yeah. just give, give me some, like, time frames on what you think is appropriate for the majority of people who are walking in with at least, you know, a few years of high school wrestling and then maybe make some comments on how it would work for college wrestling if that's different yeah um i think the biggest thing that you have to do uh and, and the biggest thing where i got the most growth from was just instead of trying to dominate every single second put yourself in bad positions basically like really focusing on getting in a bad position and focusing on getting out of it uh and man i think that was probably my focus for like at least a good portion of the first year. Like, yeah. like once I really started letting go of how I wanted to do it and then just taking like the advice of all my coaches, right. uh, it, that was by far when I grew the most and, and I wrestled in college and again, obviously, you know, 
different people, different things, different. Some people, it might be quicker. Some people might take longer, but it, it probably took me at least three quarters of a year. The the first year of really just getting comfortable in escapes. And, and really when I, um, when I leaned into that, when I leaned into just putting myself in bad positions and focusing on getting out of bad positions. The whenever the top guys would come into the gym, you know, uh, Salter, Wideman, all all those guys, uh, man, rolling with them. Uh, definitely not saying I was whooping. No, no, nowhere <laughs> close. But it was just it just made more sense because like immediately in about five seconds into the roll, I would be in a bad position. Right. But I wouldn't panic i would i would just say like no you can still work through this you can still work through this yeah you have you have to know what to do and if you're closed off if you if your you know cup is full so to speak mm -hmm. you're not going to build the awareness and skills required to navigate those jujitsu bad bad spots yeah or mma bad spots which is you know you just heard mma names right yeah so uh so what so that's that applies to do you, do you think that the fact that we're at an MMA school is a different environment than like just your average jiu-jitsu school? And do you think that the advice is different if you're just at an average jiu-jitsu school? Uh, 100% different. Okay. 100%. And we've had uh, guys from other jiu-jitsu schools come to our gym and they've told that. And... Uh, because it's a uh, because it's MMA, one uh, the the focus is a little different. Um, obviously, you know, jujitsu. It's safe to stay in your guard for. I mean, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. 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 Uh, you're relatively safe in your guard, uh, and, and I mean, depending on the rule set, like. I mean, if it was no time limit rule set, you could be in your guard for 30, 40 minutes. And that's, and in MMA is, it's just, it's very clear that, uh, for you, you gotta, you can't just hang out in your guard. You have to break posture. You have to have some attempt at a, at a sweep or a get up or, a, or if you're not doing any of those, you're probably getting smashed. Oh yeah. You're getting like in MMA, you're, you're getting, uh, you're getting hit in the face or yeah. whatever, you know? So there's, I, I would say there's just more of a, a healthy urgency to yeah. to the the jujitsu that we're doing there, and also I think one of the things is jujitsu schools are. I, I'm not you know talking crap or anything, but jujitsu schools like you know they have a you know pretty uh, relaxed, pretty relaxed vibe, and and they're very much into like you know you go hard one round, then you know take to either take a few easy rounds, then go hard around, take a few easy. And uh, you, I mean, you know perfectly well. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll go hard round, hard round, hard round, hard round. Oh, we're done. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the room can get pretty intense sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even in the jujitsu classes. Yeah. So, so I've, I've, uh, I've had some experience in like more traditional jujitsu environments. And I think that the advice is kind of still the same. Um, because, because we're at an MMA gym, we're learning wrestle jitsu. Yeah. So even the people who are just pure hobbyists that are walking in they're they're learning how to navigate wrestling positions. Yeah. Um, and if you're at a traditional school, 
you might not have the same like efficiency in guiding your wrestling situations into a jujitsu situation, right? So <clears throat> is is there a specific set of advice that you would give somebody who is because it's more common to be in like a normal softer softer it's so condescending sounding it's not like it's just more of like a family vibe it's relaxed you know it's it's a hobby uh there's there's less urgency and you're walking in with a lot of urgency because of your wrestling background yeah so it seems like the answer is the same right you're just you you try to do the do the same things not 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 like just like force things put yourself in those uh jujitsu disadvantaged positions right yeah um you might not have as much specific advice from your coach on how to integrate your wrestling positions into more jujitsu competency so do you have anything that can help those people like to in that part of things obviously if we're going if if you're really good if you're a good wrestler you work on your weaknesses you put yourself in bad spots but how do how do we navigate building a jiu-jitsu game on top of your normal wrestling game if we don't have specific advice cuz we're 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 lucky our wrestlers here are lucky because they're at an MMA school and and it's kind of going wrestle jitsu yeah Right. So what do we, do we have advice for the people who don't have that, that, you know, yeah, that path? Right? Well, I think first they should buy my instructional. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> coming, coming soon in, in two years. <laughs> More like uh, 20. But, 20. Uh, uh, that, I mean, that is a good point. Um, and I guess I would I would probably say to those people, um, I mean, really the same way that you get good at wrestling is it obviously you practice. But I, I think uh, Chase and Jeff, they say it all the time, time spent uh, multiplied by time focused. Uh, if you aren't around, uh, maybe someone, like you said, who could integrate wrestling into jiu-jitsu, which is like, not a slap to anybody else. Like that's a that's a very very specific thing. Yeah. To to uh, to have really spent time winding them together, finding out okay, this one's superior to this, this one's superior to this. This is how this one links to this. That like, and, and the guy we learned from has taken just yeah, it's, it's his life work. Twenty years. <laughs> it's his it's his life yeah. life's work. So it, it, I I would say as much as you can, just really taking advantage of the fact that there's so much out there just on YouTube, on, uh, on the internet and re- watching the high level guys. And, and I know that seems like a cop out, but I really think like what you watching those, you know, ADCC finals, yeah. uh, all those, I, I really think that's really where you're going to see the number one, where the blend comes in because all of them, yeah. all of them, really try to focus on blending their jiu-jitsu with their wrestling you know? yeah yeah and even even the guys who are pure jits yes absolutely they, they, they were like okay uh in order to keep up 
I can't just, I just can't. Yeah. They wish legs. they could. Yeah. <laughs> In order to keep yeah. up, they have to do enough wrestling and enough leg locks and enough ju- traditional jujitsu and then blend it all or else they're going to fall behind because everything is just like coming. The pinnacle is like all grappling arts meet and that's what's happening at mm-hmm. the ADCCs. Um, it's happening um, in an MMA context. Like you're blending, like you're not just, you're not just one. Yeah. Right. It's so cool to see too, though, in the ADCC finals. You, but just because of you see so much, you see high level wrestling technique, you see high level jujitsu, you see high level judo technique. Yeah, for sure. Which, which really over the like over the last one, you, like you saw quite a bit of it. Got guys were really taking more of an upright stance mm-hmm. and it just having really low risk, high efficiency moves. Yeah, the ju- the judo foot sweeps are like oh man, they're they're uh, they're banging right I'm now. I'm nerding. I'm <laughs> nerding out hard on them. I'm always always trying to learn. Yeah. But I I really think as much as you can, um, and I, and obviously like I I don't think there's a substitute for practice, mm-hmm. but uh, making your practice time count for more by uh, taking all the time that you can, watching as much high level technique as you can, recording yourself during yeah. practice. If you're if you're able to do that, absolutely, it's a game changer for sure, for sure. Yeah. So um. So you can you can like find all of these you know wrestle jitsu concepts on there like b team is doing it yeah like they have so much cool so stuff. much fun to watch so so <laughs> much cool and and uh you know the guys there are freaking hilarious oh so they just stick around the whole time it's, it's, it's great yeah. yeah um so take advantage of the fact that you dominate all neutral positions and bring yourself to whatever position is the wrestle jitsu position right like yeah. like you've got you've got a huge advantage in neutral if you're a wrestler, mm-hmm. like you can choose, you know, where the match goes. Mm-hmm. So bring it there, get reps. Absolutely. Like that's, that, that seems like the, the easiest way. If, you, if you're just somebody at a normal jujitsu school, you'll be able to get reps. If they don't teach wrestling, you're going to be able to wrestle your way into the position you're looking for. You don't have to tell them that's what they're doing. You could also talk to your partners and they would love to learn a little bit of wrestling stuff oh, from sure. you. Everybody who's just a pure jujitsu guy knows there is this whole wide world of wrestling that they need to integrate if they really want to be the best, you know, jujitsu guy they can be. If you really want to be good, you want your drill partners to be as good as they possibly can. Yeah. You basically, you basically want to tell your partners how how they can beat you. And it help them really mm-hmm. like as much as as much as you can tell like hey this is how I'm doing this to you yeah. or even like hey I haven't been uh, I've been defending a, a, a Darce very well would you please like you know Darce hunt, hunt for that Darce yeah 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 it's it's a uh, yeah using using your words can really like upgrade the room oh. communication know? is key to everything <laughs> yeah I know but people people avoid it. Um, but yeah, you could, you could, you can definitely find a way to blend things if you're at a traditional school, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. What else do I have on this? Sometimes you have to be the blender. Sometimes you have to be the blender indeed. All right. So, so how, so people, people, we already went over how people get stuck, right? Yeah. They just, they just. They stay on their wrestle train. They yeah. don't add to it. And 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 I guess vice versa. Like anyone who in a jujitsu gym, like someone who coming from a pure jujitsu standpoint, like 
uh, maybe doesn't want to learn to wrestle up as much. Maybe yeah. doesn't want to l- go over but neutral I, techniques. I don't, I don't. I don't resemble that remark at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, and it's like I mean wrestling's hard. Like it's it like hard. there's yeah. there's like it's definitely it's so funny because uh, jujitsu there's so much more potential for like you know injuries and stuff like yeah. that. But really, people tend to get more injuries while they wrestle. Just because, uh, like the intensity, there's mm-hmm. usually there's a lot of velocity. The lot, like yeah. people running at other people, yeah. people sprawling their hips on other people. Mm-hmm. I understand it is hard, but it's just uh, it's so brutally necessary for, yeah, for sure. your jujitsu to become what it needs to become. Yeah, if you if if you're if you end up at black belt and you haven't done any wrestling, yeah. are you black belt? <laughs> nowadays, I don't know if you are. Yeah, like. Like jujitsu is kind of like a, you know, the meeting of all the all the grappling arts. Yeah. Um, at least nowadays, you know, it didn't it didn't always used to be that way, but now everything's so blended. Yeah. Right. Okay. So before we wrap it up here, I want to address this bonus question that I think is uh, it's for a smaller segment of the audience, the ones that are still younger or competing in wrestling. Um, how, if at all. Can you integrate jujitsu into making your wrestling better? Uh, you for sure can. You for sure can. And believe me, I argue. Uh, I've I've uh, I've coached at a high school. I've coached at a middle school. Um, I'm uh, again. I really I don't care about my accolades, and neither does anybody. But I like I'm a two time Division One national qualifier. I'm a two time Division One conference champion. I, I 95 wins in college. Yeah, he's a good wrestler. Uh, I I am a good wrestler, <laughs> yeah. and man, I you'd hear me arguing with these parents, and, and it's uh, and I'm arguing with someone who has never grappled in their entire, <laughs> and, but and they're but they're really coming at it like they know yeah, what they're talking yeah. about. I was like. Oh, yeah, it's guys. quite frustrating. Yeah. You really can't. It, it is hard, and I do understand the argument of uh, jujitsu. You you have to be more comfortable. You're, you're comfortable on your back, mm-hmm. and which is not that good for wrestling. And yeah. I've even seen, uh, I've seen kids who are more jujitsu kids go out there in a wrestling match, end up pulling guard, <laughs> end up end up pinning themselves. I'm not going to tell you that it's it's uh, like a straight line. Yeah, it's not one to one. Man, if you if you just take a big step back, like. Just having an overall understanding of grappling, and I'll get into the specifics, but having an overall understanding of grappling, like, of course it's better. Like, it's it's really just, it's it's kind of silly to say it's not. Um, and I really think, if you, like, if you would, maybe not true across the board, but I think if you would talk to the, 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 the placers at the national tournament, which just happened uh, last week, right. I really think a lot of them, uh, yeah, you'll find more than you would think. Uh, value jujitsu and have been inside jujitsu schools already. Um, now we've and, got a few of those in our kids program. We do, we do, and and it's been really cool to see them grow. But and and even just specific areas, being uh, yeah, like a wrestler. If you want to be a good leg rider, jujitsu is one. Oh, yeah. uh, it's and I've seen I've seen our kids uh that have haven't done a day of wrestling but we just uh, i just told him like hey put your boots in uh don't lock your hands just uh, just put your boots in and be a backpack and man go out there and just kill people <laughs> yeah. like they like they were, and, yeah. and they're so physical from that from the top yeah. position and, and mm-hmm. they always adjust their hips they're all yeah. like man it, it, it was such a, a, i i really just kicked myself 
every time uh, I see it, because I was like, why didn't I start doing jiu-jitsu sooner? Yeah. Um, especially in a position, that's a position where I struggled, uh, yeah. being offensive from the top position. And man, our kids are just so offensive. Yeah, and it's so they're, cool to they're, see. They're breaking people down. It's oh. uh pretty it's pretty they cool make kids cry which makes me really happy <laughs> oh my god yeah. i'm not a bad yeah, person that, right <laughs> that, that one's going into a short <laughs> yeah so so what specific so so you talked about the way that riding and top pressure can be better from jujitsu oh for sure um what do you think about people that have jujitsu backgrounds figuring out how to it seems like there are spots where you can be finding like butterfly and seated guard like what do you think about that stuff like is is it really just like how to ride and break down people or oh. where do you where do you where do you see it like separating the pure wrestlers from like sep where do the blended grapplers separate from the pure wrestlers scrambles scrambles Scram you you just have a a whole different understanding of now obviously uh, a big hurdle is wrestling. You're required to wear shoes. In jiu-jitsu, you are not. And anyone who's uh, wrestled somebody without shoes versus wrestled somebody with shoes, say, completely different. Very, very different. Completely different. Yeah. But, uh, and just the concept of, in jiu-jitsu, uh, just going with the flow, with like going with whatever energy you're getting, uh, I, re I really think it's a big uh, so, advantage so, in a scramble. So like a redirection kind of advantage? Yeah, it, and also just the concept, jiu-jitsu, you're always wiggling and maneuvering, always uh, being using your feet as hands is mm -hmm. comes up all that. My coach always called it educated toes. <laughs> I don't know how you can educate your toes. That, that was what he called it. I guess uh, having monkey feet, some people call it. Mm -hmm. Really have it, having a more overall understanding of how you can use your entire body when you're grappling with somebody else. Versus, uh, I, and I was more of a more of a straightforward, you know, like a hard hand fighting, hard takedowns, you know, do the work on top. I, I wish I'd had more of an understanding of how to settle in and more um, to use my own physical attributes uh, in a more efficient way. Yeah. I, I imagine that that would make a huge difference in, in the longer three round matches for sure. Or, or against people who are like very like physically equal being able to be more efficient. It would give you an advantage. Right? I know uh, up at app state right now, there's a, uh, a true freshman. His name's Carson Floyd, and I actually uh, I go up there and still train sometimes. Cool. And uh, and he actually he had actually talked to me a little bit about jujitsu, and I had watched his match, and there was just a few things he was doing. Uh, I was like, man, this, this guy really seems to resemble jujitsu. And uh, when I came into practice the the next day, he was like, hey man, we got to roll sometime. I was like, you do jujitsu? He's like, yeah, I've done a little bit of it. It's uh, it's. It really, it just you could see how sticky he was on top, how good he was at maneuvering his hips. Mm -hmm. um, now, obviously, he wrestled first, right. and then did you? But you could still just see the benefit where uh, of the crossover. Yeah. So it sounds like <clears throat> if you're a wrestler, doing at at the very least some off season jujitsu would be pretty beneficial. Why I can have fun. Yeah, and it's fun, right? Cool. All right. Well, um, do you have any closing remarks on how how wrestlers can 
get better at jits or i feel like we pretty much covered it we covered we, we for sure covered a lot um man real let go of your own ego it's i know it, it like that is that is a hard one it's very easy to say and we've me and you have uh been in there and been sitting next to people and they're like oh yeah i i i can't understand how people don't let go of their ego i'm like you literally didn't listen at all during <laughs> i'm like what are you talking about but really try that, to- was, that wasn't the move <laughs> <laughs> you turned it into a wrestling move it was a completely different thing buddy yeah it really try to take a take a bigger look at things really try really uh i love how chase always says jujitsu it's a you problem like when you say like this move doesn't work it's like no this move works you're not doing like like, always look at what you can do to to fix the situation no yeah it's just if especially when you start blaming the moves or the instructor uh it just sounds really soft and yeah nobody likes you (laughs) yeah except other people like that yeah for sure yeah yeah they all cling together yeah so so if you're a wrestler enjoy the advantages you have build build competency in all of the jujitsu stuff you're gonna be able to find ways to blend it and uh you know take take your time it's kind of a long game and if you think about it as a long game you focus on it as a long game you're gonna be able to build yourself as a total grappler and you know that's that's kind of what we're looking for here so uh well, thanks for thanks for coming on the podcast, Carrie. Uh, we have to do it again sometime. So this is the end of the seventh episode of Jiu-Jitsu, of the Jiu-Jitsu Junction podcast. And uh, thanks for watching. <laughs>